Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Keep 100% of your claim. Cheap for claims. If you've been hurt in a road accident that wasn't your fault, you should really talk to G4 Claims first. Unlike road accident solicitors, we don't charge you for our services, which could see you better off. To keep 100% of your compensation, have a chat with Nicole and the team. You'll be glad you did. Search online for G4 Claims. Keep 100% of your claim. G4 Claims. Telly's were lost there at the old Michael Beale face at the start <laughs> at the end. How many Telly's were punched off walls? <laughs> I, had, I had to close my eyes. Oh, did you? Love it. Love it. Um, welcome, everybody, to the Bears Corner. Um, we've also been off for a couple of weeks. 
partially because we couldn't be arsed, because the team simply can't be arsed, and partially because, and probably mostly, to be fair, because we're all busy and we didn't have time. That is that is that's the genuine. It wasn't it couldn't be arsed? We just we just didn't have the time. That's genuine, and we genuinely couldn't be arsed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't 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 click me in that. <laughs> so that's us back this week. Um, it's great to be back actually ahead of Rangers returning again. Don't know about everybody else, but I used to hate international breaks. I now love them. It is fantastic to sit and not have a ruined weekend. It's brilliant. I enjoyed last last weekend was a fucking laugh. So was um so yes. <laughs> Just before we start, again, huge thank you to G4 Claims and Company Swiss for all the support that they show the podcast. And I'm sure everybody enjoys, especially G4 Claims tune, because it's quite catchy, but also mm. not a bad tune there for Company Swiss as well. So, yes, head over to their websites, which we'll try and get gone below the thing here. Um, if you can figure out where the buttons are. Huh? By the way, I never pressed the wrong button tonight. I know. What a start. What a start. Anyway, Paul, C's joining me this evening. How are we, my friend? I'm all right, thanks. Yeah, like yourself, a bit busy. Yes. Um, just flown back up from my HQ today, um, straight into meetings. And like your yourself, HQ? Not, your like not, not my been... HQ. It's not, oh. it's, not, it's, not, it's not like the back cave or anything like that. It's just <laughs> my HQ. My, my HQ will not say who I work for, HQ. So I, just <laughs> I just thought you had stairs up for your basement. No fucking... Planes and helicopters, that you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's no, there's no stairs there. There's a secret hatch to get in and out. The only I know the coat access for. You know what I mean. Once you're down there, that's it. You're fucking doomed. <laughs> love it, love it. Um, let's go to the chat and just see a few people. Sorry, I've kind of spammed it by writing we other people and many different messages, and I'm sorry about that. But anyway, here we go. We have Dex. Even Dex, how you doing, my old, squat, my old school friend? Evening all from RFC 72. We've got Timothy Sharp. What what time a time? Don't get that. Um, great day. Doug Noel. Cleaning shit and sick all day. No vet appointment till tomorrow and arguing with some people all day on Twitter. Well done, Curry Muncher. That's a smashing day you've had there. Aye, um, very jealous. <laughs> Lenny minds no been well all week. So there we go. Doug's ill oil the gaff. Can't believe it. Robert. Um, even in Scott and Paul, hope you both well. The intro song is class, gets me goosebumps every time I hear it. Smashing. Um, that's what his missus says as well. Do you remember where all the buttons are? Correct. Alicia. Maybe next week. Don't have a wife yet. <laughs> so, can't be Yeah, you get seven, seven days of freedom left. Seven days of freedom left. Um, aye, so. Starting back, Rangers, St. Johnston at the weekend, away from home, horrors, flashbacks of Gio last season and his team oh. going there and getting beat. Um, oh, look, mate Scott in the subway on the way to the old Firm game. So you did, mate. How you doing? There you go. Oh, I met Dex. Yeah. I've, 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 listen, genuinely, I've, I've not seen Craig for, I don't know, 30 years, possibly something like that. Lucky you, Dex. Tell you. Yeah, and uh, and uh, you, you bumped into the subway. Mm-hmm. Scandalous. Bumped into the subway. Yep, and yep, he did. Yep. So there you go. Um, good, good, Dex. <laughs> all, all all Scotland players, Rangers players. I mean, well rested. 
this last week, <laughs> which is nice. You know, a lot yeah. of people saying Ryan Jack should have started the night. Fuck that. <laughs> just keep Ryan Jack. Just just keep him there. He doesn't need to play for Scotland. Just keep him fucking in the old, you know, reserves bench for, for the Rangers. That'll do me. Right. Um, your thoughts on Harrison Johnson? Tricky one. We're coming off the back of some negativity. Now, when you look at that, 1-0, some negativity, that's understatement here. Just going to say. 1-0 beat in our previous game to our um, rivals, shall we say. Not a great performance. Second half, they didn't really offer much. We had chance after chance at times. Um, oh, let's say chance after chance, probably half chances, to be honest with you. But you think of, you know, Lammers, Danilo... Um, you think of those chances, you, you, you know, they are chances. We should be scoring them, to be fair. Um, I'm PTSD here, just for the <laughs> live this. I know, but it's but it's it's where you go from here. Um, it's where, you, you know, does he, does he rip it up and change it? Does he, you know, does he stick with it and be stubborn as he has been through his tenure? This, this is the thing that, and I think this is where Michael Beale Michael is losing a lot of support, is that, He's very stubborn. He's not willing to say, okay, we might have... You know, for instance, you look at the European squad, right, and you look at the defensive options. I think you pointed out, Baron uh, um, Dujan Sterling. It's the same defence that, you know, got mauled in Europe last season. I know we had a lot of injuries, but it is the same defence. We've never improved that side, and we've said this week after week on the podcast. This is going to be... He's downfall. This is really going to be his downfall because if you've not addressed the biggest problem, you can spend forty million at the other end of the park. If you can't keep Wayne's out of close, you need to score five and six to win games at times. Celtic were shocking, by the way, against us. Shockingly bad, right? We were just horrifically bad, and and couldn't capitalise on it. They have a finisher. They have a goal scorer. He gets one chance. He fires the ball in the back of the net. You know we have. Okay unlucky on the decision I would say that, that Dessers gets penalised for and a lot of people have disagreed with me on that Rangers fans included I would say he was seriously unlucky I think if that happens the other way about we're still hearing about it now the referee's mm -hmm. lost his windows probably and mm. we are you know saying I would be saying we've got away with one there um, not to go over that game as such Paul but what does he change where does it go Where, you know how does he fix that it's, that's a £64 million question <laughs> it's pretty much what we've spent since we've been back up um, the, if I knew if I genuinely knew the answers I'd be sitting in his position you know what I mean because clearly he doesn't know himself as you see he's, 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 far, he's coming across as incredibly stubborn now who was the last person to manage Rangers that was incredibly stubborn and what happened to him Mr. Van Bronckhorst. He refused to change this. And even, even the pressers, he would sit there stubbornly and just, no, no, this is my way. Is this what's going to work? And it didn't work. And it's clearly not working under Beale. It, it's, I am shocked at just how how bad we are. It's, it's, yeah. a, real, it's, it's a real worry and a real concern. Um, there, is, there is no real shape to the team. He's, look, let's, let's put it this way. He doesn't know his best of living. He doesn't know his best formation. His tactics are all over the shop. Mm -hmm. I mean, he he might he might think oh he knows what he's doing, and the players may know what they're doing. But sitting in the stands, it certainly doesn't come across that way. 
We're far too narrow. We're far too passive. We're far too slow. And, and for, I mean, we get people like Matondo on the pitch. Doesn't matter. You can have. They can have all the speed in the world. If your build-up play is far too slow, the, 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 you're shooting yourself in the foot. And that's exactly what happened. I don't want to go back and look, look back over this match, but here's here's what it's been since the start of the season. And the, the old firm match encapsulates everything that's been wrong with Rangers. We are dreadfully slow. We're far too narrow. We are relying on the full-backs doing what they did five, six years ago. And these guys are in their 30s now. So if he's planned his thing around Tav and Borna getting up and down the pitch, and he's an absolute lunatic because they can't do that anymore. He should have gone in and strengthened those positions and got younger, more athletic, more, like, more aggressive guys who could do that. Probably Celtic was. He obviously went, he said, initially it started with press high. So you can see Dessers were pressing high, but and the front of the were pressing high. But this mid midfield was sitting back. And so there's a massive big gap between the front three and the midfield. And the Celtic just passed through it. And part of the reason I think we were sitting deep, and I don't want to point the finger at blaming and start blaming Tav again, but Tav was sitting so deep because he was petrified of Maeda's pace because Tav doesn't have pace anymore. And so that drew the midfield back. And that's why he left his big gaps all the time. And then when it all, it looked like we got a bit of a shock in about 15, 20 minutes. And the guy, the team gets spooked, and then they all sat back, and then let try to let Celtic come on. I don't know whether it was a change in tactics, but that's what it looked like. They all then sat back and said, "You have the ball, you come at us. We're going to hit you in the break." And it just didn't work. Did you? We know this. Every every single Celtic match you look at, if you press them, they don't handle it very well. And bear in mind that was a makeshift defence they had. They weren't even tested. Mm-hmm. It was. It was. It was. It was. Scandalously bad, and that's why the crowd turned, and I've completely given up because that was a that was a really good chance to give them a bit of a bloody nose early in the season, and we let them away with it. That's I don't know if you you saw it, but at the end, all the Celtic players were laughing. They were laughing because they thought, "What the fuck? We just got away with one," and they did get away with one. Why? Because we let them, and that's why Bill's tactics and his the way he set up was just incredibly wrong. I need to say. I don't, I don't talk quite a bit here, but he is stubborn and he's got yeah. to break that stubbornness because if he doesn't, it only ends one way and that's the same way that happened to Van Bronckhorst. Out the fucking door. It's only four points just now, but it may as well be 14. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Because they won't they won't drop many more points and and that, that was as good a chance as any as we had to get ahead of them and to, and, and, and to sort of allay some of the fears. But since pre-season... I, I, I struggle to see where we go from here because let's be honest, these signings aren't great. You don't have an identity though. And when you no, when no, we no, say no. about the signings, right? This, I don't doubt the signings in certain systems with certain players are probably decent signings, right? Because they've played at decent levels, right? And I'm I'm not talking about top end of Serie A and top end of it, right? I'm not meaning that. But what I mean is. He has signed players that on paper would look as though they would improve our team, right? We all thought that before we've seen them play. For me, when he starts against Celtic the way he did, right, and Paul's quite right, there was a, a major gap. I, I, I felt as though Dessers took a lot of stick, right, and some rightly so, and some, in my opinion, no, yeah. you know, very unfair. I felt as though Dessers was one of those players that was caught, just as somebody said there, that was caught in two minds. So, Dessers, whether he was told and 
or whether he just knew it himself, he identified the threat of Callum McGregor and he stepped off the centre-halves and sat on Callum McGregor for the first maybe 20, 25 minutes of that game. In fact, when he goes and wins the ball for the goal that never happened, he's left Callum McGregor and went and pressed the centre-half, which arguably is what he should have been doing from the start. And that's a tactical thing for me. It's no on him that. So for me, Michael Beale should have set up with Right, I've got Roof, I've got Dessers. Empty yourselves. Go after them. The minute they play out, Joe Hart's always going to pass the ball out. Go after them. They've got a young boy at centre-half, right, who's no very experienced. Okay, he was on loan at Aberdeen, but no very experienced. And they've a new signing who... That atmosphere at Ibrox at the start of that game was incredible. And mm. I don't care what MJ says, if you put pressure on him, as we did, and he's lucky and gets a fucking foul for it, you know, he's going to make a mistake. You're going to get the ball. For me, that's that's where Bill fell short. You know, Dessers did, and then when he eventually went and pressed, and basically, that was it in the end. We never really done it again. McGregor then got his space, and as you say, the defence in the midfield dropped too deep. That's when ultimately we fucked it, in my opinion. Um, if Ryan Jack was sitting, fantastic, brilliant. If Raskin sits with him in their games, great. But Cantwell has to be allowed the freedom to go. Go and press. There were so many times the ball came out to their left-hand side and Todd Cantwell sat, sat in the right-hand side of your three in midfield and never moved. And fans were screaming at him, go, go and go and press Greg Taylor, who's, by the way, not a very good football player, but go and press Greg Taylor. Greg Taylor was allowed to stroll into your half at times. Mm. You know, and that that's the bit that there seems to be a disconnect there. Michael Beale, I thought, was getting it. And just as RFC 56 is there about man Martin McGregor, I felt as though last year we actually did do that towards the end of yeah. some games. I think there was some performances in the old firm games, and everybody's quite right, he's never won one of note, right? But some of the games, the cup final, the cup semi-final, I felt as though actually at times we were the better team without actually punishing them because we shot ourselves in the foot at the back and we yeah. shot ourselves in the foot where it mattered in their 18-yard box and we, didn't ever, we never punished them. You know, Sakala's misses comes to mind. For me, for, for, for us... As a team, we have to make sure that we have a clear identity in how we're playing. You know, the fans can see what we're trying to do. The biggest problem is we cannot see what it is he's trying to implement. And I think that's the biggest gripe. It's like, fuck it, who will I chuck up front today? Dessers and yeah. who? And let's see if that works. And if it works, great. If it doesn't work, then we'll change it next week. That's the thing with the supporters that's really, really great on us a wee bit. The only yeah. bit that isn't changing is the defence because we have nobody else yet it's the bit that's failing just as much as anything. And a lot of people have gave Suter credit and Golden credit, and rightly so at times, but that's another big goal lost yep. because of a mistake by us. Golden has, has been given a wee bit of you know, freedom in terms of, I'm not going to criticise you much. That header could have pretty much went anywhere in that park and it's half time. It goes straight to a Celtic player. John Suter doesn't move up with the defensive line. He's sleeping, he's slow to react. Kyle goes in, you don't give him that chance. He scores every day of the week, as he did. And that's, there's where we're at. And it, I don't know. I don't know where we go because I, I don't think the manager knows where we go. And this is no. now, he's had his wee bit where he's going to get away with it with the board, if you like. And and I don't mean that as in, if he gets beaten Saturday, he's sacked. I just mean, I think he's had his wee bit where people have went, right, okay, he's not going anywhere. <clears throat> cool. Right, he's not going anywhere. We'll see how it goes. Not happy about it, but he's not going anywhere ultimately. That won't happen from now on. There'll be, no. there'll be demonstrations, there'll be, 
you know, he needs to be removed now. If he's no ruthless now, if he doesn't go and say, nah, you're not doing it for me, out. You know what I mean? You're not... But the problem is the window's shut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I'm, we're completely screwed. I, I think I, I put a thing in a group chat. I mean, there was a, a comment earlier on. I can't find it. And it basically says there's something about the, um, here you go, too many experimental cheap management appointments over the years. Yep. I put a thing in the group chat, as you know, and I'm going to, I'm just going to flash this up here. I I've done the museum tour and I took that photograph. All right. That's the 18 managers, permanent managers, Rangers Football Club have had. Before I was born, there was four. Now, I know I'm old, but there was, but you know, you've just cut a guys are doing 30 years at a time in there. Um, that entire back, that entire bottom row, that entire bottom row of six, take my coist out. That's, that's the last 10 years. So five in the last 10 years, right? And one, there's two trophies there. Two trophies between them, domestic trophies in the top flight. All right. Also, this board have basically appointed that entire bottom row. There's members on this board that have appointed that entire bottom row, including McCoist. They need to take a start look at themselves and they, and just say, no more experimental ones. People say, uh, Gerard as well, ah, yeah, but he won the 55. And he did win 55. We're always grateful for that. However, how many did he not win domestic big games? How many trophies were, were, not, were not, not won in, under his tenure as well? So you have to say he was an experiment and it was kind of successful. And I'll always be grateful for 55. But at the same time, that's that's pretty damning. Do you know what I mean? Last 10 years, all those managers, and I say in, in the previous 100 years leading up to me being born, there was only four or five. Yeah. So that, 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 this, this board need to take a long, hard look at themselves. If, if they decide to punt Beal, which I'll be honest with you, I think will happen, and it will happen soon, because I don't see him turning us around. Then we cannot go down this experimental route anymore. They're going to have to do something really. I wouldn't say radical, but go back to appointing a Walter Smith type person, somebody, somebody with experience, somebody who's battle hardened, somebody who will take no shit, and somebody who is not afraid to walk in that dressing room and go, "You, you, you, the undroppables, guess what?" In the stand. Do you know what I mean? We need that. We need that ruthless streak. We need somebody to go in there and be absolutely fucking ruthless with it. I agree with RFC 72 here. That's why I was on a board. There's no football brain and hires mates. People not good enough for the job. Totally yeah. agree with that. Because if we had a football brain on there, you can... You, listen, we're all fans, but we've watched enough football over the years. We've watched Rangers over the years to know that, you know, actually, we we can see what's coming. And, and listen, I said this in the last pod... You look when Walter came back, we were in some fucking mess, by the way, when Walter came back in 2007. The very first thing he did was sort the foundation, fix the defence, stop mm -hmm. leaking goals. If you stop leaking goals, you can fix the rest going forward. A striker, Ali McCoy, the greatest striker in our history, he missed six and scored two out of the eight chances he had. A striker will always miss chances. As long as he's in the position to miss the chances... If he's ineffective in a game, then fair enough, right? But if he's in the position to miss the chances, then I'm quite happy with that because I've, inevitably they will start scoring. If a defence is leaking goals constantly, and this isn't just over the last two years, this hasn't been Gio's problem, nor has it been, you know, new Michael Beale's problem. This goes beyond that. We had one season where we were conceded 13 goals and that was it. That's been the exception to the majority of this defence. 
that's been the exception to Tav's tenure, to Goldson, to Borna. You know, the, the three that are predominantly have been there all the way. We questioned Alan McGregor, a club legend, last year. And I do think he stayed probably two seasons too long. Listen, you put any fucking goalie in there of any standard behind the, that back four and they're struggling, as yep. Jack Butland found out, you know, against Celtic. They get one chance. It was a bit like us in the 90s. You know, they get one chance, really. They were shite. Celtic were shite. There's nothing oh, in the Celtic team that should, that should fear, you know, should make us fear in any way. But unfortunately... We don't, we don't have enough. We don't have enough confidence. We can't stop conceding goals. We've got players who are on the inform at the top end of the park. We've got a midfield that chops and changes every single week to a point where is Raskin the holding midfielder or is he playing, you know, the right-hand side or the left-hand side of the three? Is What's going on? Sifuentes, wh where does he come into that? He didn't play that uh, role yeah. the that, that we bought him from. So I, I don't understand the philosophy. I don't understand... The playing style, I don't understand the identity of what Michael Beale is trying to put into that team. And that's my biggest gripe. Yeah, I think we, we discussed this before. I think we talked about it in the group chat as well. I don't know if people watching won't understand that or because we talked about the group chat. But we talked about um Avocat came in and we took he, he didn't have a great he didn't have a great start domestically and stuff like that. And a bad result to begin with in Europe all down at half time. But you could see what he was trying to do. You could see the, the the shape. You could see the identity you try to put on upon the club, and so you cut them some slack for that, and it paid dividends when we won the treble. Right now, we're simply not seeing that. As, as you said, it's chopping and changing all the time. We've not started the, 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 um, a single match with the same eleven from the from the, any previous matches, any previous matches. So that's terrible. And the fact is, he keeps, he's, you you date Cantwell and you build the, the team around him. He's out right, he's on the left, he's up front, he's sitting back. I mean, the, the poor guy must have gone, wait, you know, what the fuck am I playing today? You know, oh, did you know run the show? Bill Bill gets a tombola and then Pisani goes, like, Tom Cantwell, you're playing, what are you playing, number 10 role today? You know what I mean? Did you know run the show? And that game we beat them. You know, he was all Aye. over the park. He was in their faces. He was everywhere. You then tell him, if you have told him, which I presume, because Todd Cantwell was not the type of player to sit. So I presume you've told him to sit and don't go and press. I get we don't want to leave ourselves opened up. I totally understand that. If you get somebody sitting on Callum McGregor, who's their main man, he's going to dictate play if you allow him to dictate play. Yeah, but here's the thing. Well, that's the thing. It's almost like he... How do you how can I put this? It's almost like Bill woke up in the morning and went, can't get beat, can't get beat. And he shot himself and he basically went, what we're going to do, boys, is. And it's uh, and it's the worst thing you can do. Do you know it's what I mean? I mean, I, I, hate to say, I hate to say this, but Callum McGregor take the, take the, was basically wearing Scott Brown's fucking slippers in the middle of our pitch again. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's, how, that's how poor we were. It was, it was an absolute disc. It was... It was it was a disgraceful performance, and it was a disgraceful for the players, and it was a disgraceful um, setup by the management and coaching staff. All in all, it was absolutely abysmal. And I, I don't know. I, I said to you when I got because I got the car and I sent a voice message because I know you weren't driving and you were thinking. I don't know if you stayed for the end. I don't. I don't know if you stayed. Yeah, I don't know if you stayed for after the players had left the Celtic players left the pitch and the, and the Rangers players you do the usual sort of go around and, and applaud the fans. I have never, and I've been going to Ibrox now for 
nearly 50 years, I have never, never had a crowd turn like that. Sure. Never. I've never heard the stadium collectively boo a substitution. No. <laughs> collectively stadium boo. The, 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 min, the, the, minute, the minute he took roof off, that was when he, that, that, that's, that's when the crowd he turned. I mean, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah that, he's, he's lost, he's lost, he's, he's lost the crowd, he's lost the fans. If you lost the fans, you're fucked. How does he keep his job, though? How does he keep his job? What what does he, he need to do? Right. To what he job? what he has to do is he has to start winning games. Every game. He has to win every game. He has to win the cup. And he has to win every single game now. Up to Christmas, including the cup. And then and then he has to start uh, beating them. We have to we have to beat them away. And then we get them back at Ibrox New Year. We have to beat them there as well. At that, he, he's got a chance of keeping his job. I mean, I, I, to be honest with you, Europe, absolutely fuck it. Do you know what I mean? It's a, it's a great thing. It's prestigious for the club. But right now, we got bigger fish to fry. I mean, I would ask, if, we, if we'd have won that at the week, this weekend, I said, yeah, let's get in a bit better. So let's see what we can do. I, I, right now, I couldn't, I literally couldn't get a flying fuck about Europe because it is not the important thing. And you know, with the changes to the Champions League from 24 25, there's, a, there's, a, there's, there's changes to the, the way, it's not the way it's set up, but Automatic qualification for the Scottish club, for the, for the winners of the Scottish League. But the money goes up, the guaranteed money goes up from 22 to £37 million. And we can't afford to fucking keep blowing. We can't afford to keep fucking blowing this. Do you know what I mean? No, no we can't. At the end of the day, a lot of this automatic spot that we're getting now is that we're doing. <laughs> and that's what pisses me off. So it's all our fucking hard work. And they're just sitting, they're sitting back going, cheers, boys. You know what I mean? But it's because even we're letting them. But under Gerard, right? Under Gerard, we had an identity. We knew what we were going to play. You had two wingers that cut in, you know, that, that supported your main striker in Morelos. You had three midfielders. You had four at the back. Okay, it didn't always work. We weren't always successful. But I could see what he was trying to do at times. He just maybe didn't have the personnel to do it. Mm. And again, loyalty to many dafties, probably. But I don't understand where he's going with us, and I would agree with you that he has to win every game between now and Christmas. He has to deliver the League Cup to Ibrooks. And I don't know if he can afford embarrassment in Europe. And I know we don't care about it because it doesn't matter in the long term. You yeah, know, I, I didn't. I didn't say that. I just said I, I. I. I wouldn't mind if we. If we. If we didn't win every match, do you know what I mean? That's. That's. I'm not meant. If he I don't want, qualify, I, does he then lose his job? Well, out, out of that group, yeah, I would say. Well, if he doesn't, if he doesn't at least at least drop at the conference, that, that's that's how bad we are. Do you know what I mean? If he doesn't even drop at the conference, then yeah, he should be punted. I think I think he's I think he will I think I think he'll go anyway. I'd, this this team here, as it says, the majority of the team are mentally weak, failed year after year. Apart from this, there's no fans. I totally agree with that, and I think that mental weakness and that mental fragility that it basically oozes through this squad from. The old guard, it seems to be resonating, rubbing off in some of the new guys as well. And I don't think, and I don't want to, don't want to write them off, but I don't think the guys I've brought in are enhancing the squad at all. There was, there was, I've, I have not seen a single shred of evidence to say the money we've spent in the summer has enhanced the squad. I wouldn't. He's always going about, oh yeah, we're going to sign uh, starters. These guys that come in, we sign. They'll be starting. They're, they're, they're definite starters. We don't want to buy people for squad players. I wouldn't even put some of these guys in the squad. Well, they only started through them in the old firm game. 
And one would exactly an injury. I, I mean, I, I am, I am really, really, really shocked at just how how bad the recruitment's been. Yeah, and the the, the thing is as well is. You know, when you say things like that, you're only starting. Yeah, you're only signing players who are going to enhance the team. And then, like I say, one and okay, Raskin and Cantwell, I suppose, are included now in the old guard because they've been here since January. But I suppose they are two his signing, so we'll give him the benefit of the doubt and say he started four, right, out of the eleven. No, five because Butland. Sorry, with Butland, that's lies. With Dessler's Butland and Sterling, so that's lies. He had three, so he'd five in total, half his team, right, roughly. My biggest great though is you've no fixed the bit that's the actual issue. I yeah. think going forward we'll click at some point. I just think they need some sort of identity. They need something to, you know, some sort of game plan. That's what we need. We need to realise Dessers is not Morelos. He's not going to run about and bully defences, take the ball, take the ball in and then take three men on and put it by the goalkeeper. Right? He's also not going to go then and go and score for a corner. You know, he might score for the corner. That might be his strength. He might go and header the ball into the net. He might go and, you know, link up play well. Um, and it, and Morelos takes the ball in and scores. Yeah, or certainly as a shot of goal, the one that he squared to Roof, Roof scored that got chopped off. You know, there are different types of players, and I think we're guilty of, you know, Morelos did down tools as much as I love him. He did down tools. Again, he's too honest in the press at times. He's too much, you know, I want to sign a replacement from Ryan Kent. Right, okay. But it looked as though Rabbi Matondo was in the way out the door. No, Rabbi Matondo's the first name on your team sheet. I get players' form can turn around and they can come back in and, and you know be decent players. I totally get that. You know, Alan McCoist was going to be hunted out the door, turns it around, becomes our greatest ever goal scorer. Totally understand that. But there's just I just wish he would just shut his mouth. I wish Tav would shut his mouth. You know, for Tav to come out at the end of that game and say that he's happy with his form. Oh, that's I'm sorry, you're yeah. kidding yourself on. You're kidding. You're kidding. You're, you, you, you must be the only person with in blue is happy or, or, or a blue, or a blue persuasion that's happy with your performance. Ah, well, I, and, and do you know, and he was rightfully criticised and people were making the assumption, and I don't know if it's right or wrong, he says he only cares about his stats. As long as he's, as long as, as long as his stats are looking good, that doesn't matter. And that, and, and if that is the case, that's, a, that's <laughs> a, an appalling attitude to have. You're the captain of the fucking club. You're leading so, by example, and I'm also, and I will also say, I am fucking sick to death of hearing. Yeah, we're disappointed. But should a captain no say, I've won, we've won two games out of the first four in the league season. None of us are happy no. with our form. Why do we say we're happy with our form? We've we've won two games out of four. And you right? and you and you just and you just lost your biggest rivals when when they had a makeshift defence and they and you at your own gaff. The form is really bad. Yeah. I, I, I've got to say, friends, and they were, they were really worried. They, 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 were, worried. they, they were like, oh, this, 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 this could be... This, this. In fact, one of them said, we could get murdered here. Mm-hmm. If, if, we, if we click and, and, they, and they play that they've been playing, they actually said, we could get murdered. And I... I they were pissing themselves. I was getting themselves. They were pissing themselves, laughing. They said, "How the fuck did we get away with that?" Yeah, yeah, totally. Because they'll never play as poor again at Ibrox. Yeah. Um, and sadly, you know, we've got fuck out to show for it again. There is, there is time. And the thing that bothers me, if we all believe, as as you've said, Paul, that he'll, he'll go and that he's a dead man walking. How the players will sense that, right? 
So how does yeah. a player possibly, you know, get up for this manager? Right, now I know, listen, shouldn't take the manager to get up and go out and play that Rangers jersey. You should, you should be doing that anyway. But we all know that no every player supports the club the way we do. We all know every player, you know, probably every player at Ibrooks, barring a handful of your lucky, are there because they're getting major that, mm. major longer. And uh, if you're doing that and, you know, let's, let's fuck it, let's go, let's, aye, we'll go out and play, aye, we'll take flack, fuck it, who cares, we're getting 20-odd grand a week for it, so we'll just deal with it, you know, that's that's how it goes, we'll go back to our fancy hussies and shut the doors and shut the curtains, stay off social media, if we're bright, and uh, mm. we'll, we'll, be, we'll be chilled. You know, the fans are the ones that's got to go in front up and work every week and the fans are the ones that's got to go and pay their money again and again, the Rangers PR fucking machine, when you're sitting in the pub or you're sitting in the car or wherever and you're thinking the game over last week and you're, or two weeks ago and you're going, that was fucking hard that, by the way. Ping, email. Oh, here's your fucking payments for your... <laughs> hundred. Yeah, th- 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 yes, thank you for your £144 for the Euro things. But don't worry. We're going to take it in installments, game by game. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I don't know what the, I don't know what the fucking the, the thing is. Some if that's been set up to be done automatically and you couldn't stop it in time, then that's you know that's you can understand that. Don't put it that's an open game, mate. That's somebody's made, somebody's made a fucking conscious decision to do that. To hit a fucking button somewhere. Do you know what I mean? And that that shows, and we've said it before. I'm, and I'm going to say it again. I am utterly convinced that the fucking the board sit there in a mat at a match in the little in the little director's box and look about, and they don't see people with scarves and that. All they see is big fucking pound signs on each seat. Look at that, Wonga. Mm, how, how much can we bleed them for now? It's it's that's the perception from from, yeah. from that e- from that email. It shows they don't give a fuck about the fan. Other feelings. They could have left that for a couple of days, and then if somebody says, or, or they could have got the, the slow to, to, to put a tweet out or put a communication out to say, we have one. We are we we are we are we are about to issue. Um, the email emails will be sent um, on Tuesday morning at nine o'clock to inform people of how much the evil package will be, and just leave it at that. You know what I mean? They could have done that on Monday morning. Just, just let, let give it twenty four hours to calm down, and then send it out and say, "By the way, we're going to send it." So I'll give another twenty four hours to calm off before. But it was forty five minutes after the fucking end of the match, and they're asking for more money. Yeah, you know what I mean. You're, you're, listen, you're you're talking, you know, you're touching a grand nearly already. If season tickets, you know, merchandise. Friendly tickets and new European mm-hmm. tickets added into that, and obviously qualifier tickets as well. Um, into that, so you know it, it's a bit tough to take at times when you are when when you're a fan, um, and it, and it does feel like you know you you're like well, hold on we're getting fickle back for this year because you know yeah. we're not getting anything on the park that resembles anything that we we identify with as a football club, you know, winning, passion, you know, leaving it all out there. I, I don't know if MD's caught um, the Sir Alex Ferguson interview on Rangers TV. It is fantastic, absolutely fantastic. And I know the guy grew up a Rangers supporter, brilliant. Obviously, he's associated with Aberdeen and Man United. But he grew up a Rangers supporter, obviously, staying in Govan, um, and then goes and, and, you know, plays for the club for two years or whatever and, and leaves the club how he talks about us 
how he talks about men like Graham Soonis and Walter Smith and Ali McCoyst and all these guys, you know, people being Rangers, people being, you know, what it stands for, the the work ethic, the, you know, putting the club before anything, um, all of that, I don't see enough of it in our boardroom or indeed, sadly, even more sadly on the park. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I don't know how you fix that because, like I say, you turn a guy away who wants to help, um, and Graham Souness, and I think Graham Souness coming in there, listening to him after the Scotland England game the other night, you know, saying about the Scotland a Scotland player emptying an England player. That's you know, I'm not saying Scotland, I'm not bothered about that, but I'm saying that's the kind of thing I want in my team. So it's the it's the mentality you want, isn't it? You want somebody to say just fucking go through them, put your foot in, go in through, go. Hell yeah, but yeah. The problem, as you say, the problem right now is we're paying an absolute fortune. As you, as you probably put it, probably about a thousand pound, a thousand pound a year in the season with all your friendlies and all your things like that, and we have been served up mediocrity. Yeah, and I'm be- and I'm being kind there by saying mediocrity, and I'm talking about and I'm talking about that's that's both on the pitch and off the pitch at times. The way the way the way that I, and I'm talking about the issue of the emails. I'm not talking about the Evans House or the fact of balance in the books, which is great, you know, because we don't want to go down that old route again. But no. at the same time, there has to be there has to be some some some, some return for all our money. But there has to be some kind of return. And right now, we're not getting it. I think I said to you the other night, um, doing this, and I pointed out all these things, and I went, I actually said to you, it's fucking draining, getting nothing back. Do you know what I mean? You you spend all this time, and you're giving up all you're giving all the money up. You're giving up your time and the traveling and going to the matches and then coming back again and all that stuff. It's get, and, and there's nothing in return and it's getting very, it's getting draining. We shouldn't be in this position no. with a club our size, with the payroll we have, the fan base we have, and getting absolutely fuck all back in many respects. I mean, Timothy, it does make a good point. I would agree with some aspects of it and disagree with others because, you know, Brendan Ron Brendan Rogers is, you know, he's won the FA Cup. He nearly landed the league title with Liverpool. He had a successful time here against a weak Rangers, to be fair, but a successful time here, uh, first time around. What he did there was put a makeshift defence together that kept a clean sheet at Ibrooks and still had enough in the park to steal a goal. Good managers, good coaches, good players find a way uh, of getting getting through. Would I take the two Celtic centre-halves over John Souter and Conor Goulton? Probably no. Would I take um, Greg Taylor over Borna Barisic? Probably no, despite my reservations about Borna Barisic. Um, I would take... I, I do like the right-back in terms of he can defend, but he's not as good going forward as James Tavernier is, or as James Tavernier has been historically for the club, but he's a better defender than him. Um mm. Callum McGregor, I, as a main man, I, I really don't think there's a lot, is what I'm trying to say here, a lot between the teams. I think you have a finisher at one end who will get you 30 goals a season, at least, if you provide for them. And I think at the other end, they they probably do have a better defence when they're all fit. Um, but Celtic, the reason why they were so successful under their previous manager is because they did forget about defence as such and just gung-ho, go, attack, pace, 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 width, destroy teams with pace, width and just keep going at them. And eventually the door will buckle, and they'll buckle as such, and you'll get eight and nine against teams. Mm. We are slow. We are pedestrian. Oh, yep. you know, we allow teams to get back into the two banks of five at times. 
and then the space we can't break them down. We then go central because we've got no width, you know. But when yep. we go central, it's too congested. There's no runners in behind. There's no. It all leads to some massive recipe for just fucking shite, to be honest with you. And that's that's ultimately where we've never really found a way of breaking that down. I think Bill, his philosophy when you listen to him sounds better than what it actually is on the park. I'm going to say it, he's all fur coat and knickers, to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds good. You know, he talks a good game. But right now, we've, we've never seen it on the park when he's been the main man. And that's yeah. ultimately going to lead to his downfall. As I said, if I was him, first thing I would have did coming in there, I would have went, right, I'm fixing that back, that back line. Fixing that first. And then I'll go forward and see what we can do. There's his pals. There's pals. So he's not going to fucking put his pals out. I mean, you're right about being slow pedestrian. I mentioned that. I mean, here's a prime example of it. You're one nil down. Your biggest rivals. Ten minutes to go. You got throw in on the on the eighteen yard line, the edge of their eighteen yard line. They're out of position. What happens? I will stop. We let Tav jog up from the back. They reset. Tav goes oh and throws it back um, to. Uh, uh, to a lunchroom it was at the time, uh, pays, plays it back to uh, Connor Goldson. They push out, goes to John Souter, plays it back to Jack Butler. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, and w- this is the fucking problem we have. We are slow in pedestrian. And why Why we have to wait for Tavernier to come and take a fucking throw, you know, when when, when they're all out of position and there's guys you can just fucking throw it to. But it's, it's and, and he's been accused of this quite a lot of it. It's my ball. You know, I'll take the corner, I'll take the free kick, I'll take the throw in. Yeah, exactly. Whether that's that's the way he's the, the team's been instructed to play, you know, so that he's in the in the in the right hand position, I don't know. But it's really, really it's fucking poor and, it, and it's dreadful stuff to watch. And you're right, you're right about um, Bill being all fur coat and knickers and all, if I'm being frankly honest. Uh he's a good coach. I don't think he's a good manager. No, I don't, I don't think when it comes to the crux here, he, this is where he's failing. You know, identifying issues, fixing it. As you say, if he's protecting pals, if, if that's what I call them, he's protecting people he's maybe loyal to um, in our backline, then it's going to ultimately lead to your downfall. Because for me, that's where any manager come in has to do, has to do some major surgery on to say, fix that. we we'll fix the goalkeeper thing. Goalkeeper thing's fixed. That's a good goalkeeper we've got. He's the number one. And no doubts about it. Every fan's in agreement with that. I think um, it's in front of him that the real issues lie. If we're led to believe that Bonabaric is about to be offered a new contract, I have no faith in his fixing that anytime soon, sadly. I have no faith in his being able to identify a proper centre-half. Um, we look too much at times in whether a centre-half can ping a 60-yard pass to somebody in the left wing or in the right wing. For me, if a defender can hold a line, if a centre-half can hold the line, can get up, can stop playing people onside, um, can track a man at a corner, now, whether that's down to the zonal marking, then fair enough, that's something that maybe Michael Beale has to look at changing within his system, and Harry Watlin, who does the set pieces, we, obviously so, zonal marking is not working. Um, yeah. you know, yeah. think, yeah. that, that was yeah. evident in that PSV match. Oh, shocking. Absolutely shocking. 25 players in three years... You'll never win anything if we just keep a turnover like that. And that's why I'm saying I don't think middle to front, I don't think we're that bad, right? I, I think we need a winger, aye. Um, and I think we need some kind, of, some kind of identity. I think Kamar Roof still being our best striker says our recruitment probably hasn't been good enough. 
But at the same time, I do think the players he's brought in can add something to it. You know, why Sam Lammers doesn't he just put it across the goalkeeper and finish, oh, just score the goal? You know, I don't know. It's harder to do the things that they're doing than just keep it simple. Um, I'll never understand it. I really don't. Um, Danilo, he chased for so fucking long. Doesn't he play him in the position that he played for the team? That he fucking saved him. Yeah. Cifuentes, you say, I I don't know. I don't know. Um, Turning attention to Saturday, and I suppose this is where, um, this is where we're, we're worried about it. And a few people said we shouldn't be worried about St. Johnson. You're 100% right. But it's a slow pedestrian play that makes me worried because that suits St. Johnston. They've just kept a clean sheet at Parkhead, remember, a few weeks ago. Um, we couldn't do that at Ibrooks. Um, so that, that's something for me that worries me because if, if we set up with a whole, oh, let's just lunch them to Jack. Jack to fucking Cantwell. Cantwell, you know, come back the way then to the centre half, then the two centre halves play between each other and Golden plays a long ball. That's the way we play. That's it. Do you know what I mean? There's no... There's no runners, there's no fucking look at him, he's off, he's away, play it. You know, there's nothing like that. I never seen that at all in the old film game. Um, anything we created was either an individual like Lammers did, you know, skinning a few people and then and then putting it wide, eh, going the other side of the goalkeeper and putting it wide. Or uh, I don't I don't know. And by the way, Dex makes a great point there about Ridvan. Yeah. He's fit enough to be on the bench, he's fit enough to play. I don't think Sterling is a very bad game, to be honest with you, considering he wasn't comfortable on that side. Thought he did okay. No brilliant, but I thought he did okay. Um I was worried about him, but certainly no, he never played the way I thought he would play. Um I just I I'm struggling a wee bit to to pre to pre does, the game for yeah. something I don't know how we're going to set up. You know, it's not I think I think Bill simply doesn't rate him. That, that, that's that's evident. The fact that he was available to play against them and he put him on the bench and put a right back to play his position says to me that Bill doesn't rate him. So I think he'll be off. Yeah, and you don't pick him as you say for the European squad. You also Balogun. The only player you bring in is cover as your centre half. You don't bring him in the squad. I'm not saying Balogun should be playing, but if he's the thing that was going to help the defence, because that's the only player we signed in that position. Why did we no? Why did we no play him? Hey, why did we no pick him in that team? No, if an injury to Goldson, an injury, and maybe the back three, maybe maybe the back three is what we're most suited to. Maybe that's his grand plan. That he's and I'm, maybe I'm giving him more credit than he deserves, but maybe that's his grand plan. That he's nobody out today yet through Davy's injury. Maybe he'll go three, and allow Taff to go and play a left wing back. Matondo. You never know. That might be it. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not Michael Beale. Quite frankly, quite frankly, are you smoking? Listen, the back three might be the might be the answer. Pushes forward, you can still. Yeah, have to I, I, I can get that, but I say, get Tavon Bonger. The fucking legs are gone. We, you and I are just as fast. Right. Okay, but if you don't need to worry as much as coming back. You know, you're, you're technically no working the wings oh, as they no, are now. No, 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 no. Look, look, look who's in the fucking centre of defence. And you're saying to me, if you don't have to worry about coming back. <laughs> I never said we don't have to worry. Plan, we don't have to worry. I think we should be fucking petrified. If that, if, yeah, if that, if that is the case, then I'm, I'm afraid Bill's completely and utterly fucking lost it. It's faith in that lot. Yeah, Antonio Conte did it. You're quite right, mate. And he won a title with it. I'm 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 lost for fucking words. 
And I just, I just, I just, I just wanna, I just wanna put something. Yeah, yeah, you're a cheeky fucking bastard, <laughs> even though. <laughs> five defenders are in the European squad. Five fucking defenders. It's okay. It's okay. We can drop. We, we can drop Lundstrom back. That's right. So we can. Sorry, forgot about that. We can drop Lundstrom back. That's worked before. Yeah. Wow. Um, listen to the report on Sky saying Spurs' training is now attack, attack, attack. Bill's to blame for the slow play and it won't change. His hand's got a twin brother. <laughs> Again, we'll try to replicate. <laughs> he's, he's, he's on the screen sitting next to me. Cheeky <laughs> <laughs> bastard, isn't he? That fucking yeah. Australian accent's pish. Um, get out, get in, There's Andy just smashed the Antonio Conte thing. <laughs> Conte is one of the best managers in the last 20 to 30 years and Bill is well. <laughs> <laughs> and out the five we have Tav and Bonabarasic who cannot defend I would also say probably more than that to be quite honest with you because when you have two centre halves one who's heading the ball to the opposition and the other one who's fucking sleeping <laughs> we're not working as a unit there. good header Connor <laughs> oh shit <laughs> who's that wee man that just run by is it oh fuck yeah. it's him boy Scott what's again. him oh no <laughs> shocking absolutely shocking um St. Johnson, then who do we think will go with? Who do we think we start at the back in the back line? Who what does he do? <laughs> what happens? Oh fucking hell, man. Well Butland will start in goals, obviously. I think it goes I think he'll go tried and tested of um um uh, Captain Fantastic uh, Tavernier. Um <laughs> we'll have uh, Connor Goldson beside him, man, but obviously we'll lose a goal and they'll start finger pointing at everybody else in the team because even though it was their fault. Um Susan will be there. Um of course he'll, he'll have a power nap player in about the 60, 62nd minute. <laughs> Um, oh, and yeah. uh, and we'll have um, you know um, Lazarus himself uh, risen. It's born a at the back. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! Oh, it's shite, isn't it? Um, oh, moving into midfield, two holding midfielders at McDermott Park. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> oh, fucking! No, I, th- I think I think you I think you play play. Um, I think you play Ryan Jack, and then you'll have uh, Raskin, uh, Cantwell, and um, probably Sifuentes in there. Paul's just about to fall off his seat right now. <laughs> Scotty, right? <laughs> right wing back. John Tutter, <laughs> Conor Goldson, Ben Davies, and Robbie Matondo. Left wing back. Well? No. Fuck it. What, how, where, where more harm can be done? Well, yeah, I suppose so, yeah. Occupy the wing-back positions normally are shite anyway. So fuck it. Well, let's try it. To be honest with you, forget coming up with a fucking pitch and something the best between a ton. I'll be the theme tune to Billy Smart Circus at the fucking rate we're going just now, the performances. How can Barisic's dad be some mad gangster and his son be a shite bag? What a question. Probably should be on the chase or something to be fair. That question, what a fucking question! Um, It'll be the same useless, same four useless bastards that it always is. (laughs) It's nice to know the optimism's fine in the team. Sinked into the point. I mean, this this is a great podcast. Even we're getting, we're getting, uh, getting all off. It's very cathartic, isn't it? It's it's almost like um, the media anymore. (laughs) No, Jesus, I. I think me and you would probably have questioned Tavro on the whole, you know, 
can you really be happy with your form? Yeah. <laughs> you no, I think I think I think if he's been playing with yeah, I'd 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 a player played the fuck. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Tav, what are you doing Thursday night, mate? Come on the podcast and say that and let fucking Shug call you a useless bastard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. More chance of picking a lot of the numbers than Bill starting a living. That's exactly where we're at. That's true, hi. Predictions <laughs> for Saturday. <laughs> It's, I, I, I would actually. Do you know something? That back four would probably do fucking better. <laughs> Goodness, Sharbeer. <Charbier>. Hello. <laughs> uh, this is Cam. I was supposed to do our pod tonight, but dog is nowhere else. So everyone is safe. Well, there you go. That's smashing. Good on you. Know that the dog's nowhere. Well. That's obviously made important and ranting about Rangers. Of course, it is. Prediction Saturday. Demon Park. What can possibly go wrong? Well, you know, I've, I, I, it depends what Rangers team turns up. Let's be frankly honest. I mean, we're fucking Jekyll and Hyde just now. We're fucking Jekyll and anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 scrappy 2 1. I, 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 it's, it's a terrible thing to say, but I'll, I'll, I've got no fucking faith in them. I think, I think they've, I think they're. I think they're, they're kind of shell shocked, and I don't. And I think what it will take is they'll get out there and something. The first thing that goes wrong, they'll just they'll just regress back into themselves again. Shocking. I really, I I really hope I'm wrong, but I, I, there's nothing has given me sort of any sort of I've no, no belief in that. I've not got belief in them because I don't believe they have belief in themselves. One nil to have penalty says Laney. Um, Gary says a struggling one nil or two one win. Andy says how many times have we said that. Paul one nil to have penalty. I put a tenner on it every single week. Um, <laughs> Charbear, you know, I hate hearing this things like this. Um, she's just saying that she hopes Curry's dog gets better soon because her, her, um, her dog passed away in the twelfth. Oh no! Jarbear, I hate hearing things like that. Six one masterclass. This is also the best shit I've had in years. Would recommend. Says Curry. Well done, mate. <laughs> He's taking the dog's medication. <laughs> yeah. There's no way Rangers are scoring six in any game this season. I think it's a scrappy game. We're definitely not winning that. None of our players are built for that. Dougstar says six two Rangers. Nice. Um, two one, but really not confident in that. Listen. For anybody who's tuning in that thinks it's doom and gloom, that's that's the stark reality of it, that people are only looking forward to going to a game um, against St. Johnston at Mid-Dermot Park, which really should be three points for any Rangers team. It should be 12 points if you, well, if they make the top six, but it should really be at least, you know, fucking six, nine points a season um, if they, you know, against a team like St. Johnston. We've seen it last season. If you don't work hard, you don't, you know, do the basics correctly, like defending then these teams can punish you because there's one thing I can guarantee of that St. Johnston team will be 100% commitment, 100% effort. They will chase Rangers all over that park um, like their lives depended on it. And that's that's the difference. We really don't have enough players that's willing to put in the hard yards. You know, I was always told when I was younger, you need to win the battle first before you can play football. I couldn't mm-hmm. tell you the last time Rangers won a battle. Um, before they were allowed to play football, probably under Steven Gerrard, um, and I'm talking domestically here, but probably under against, under Steven Gerrard and, and Old Firm games, I felt as though we used to win the battle first and then go and play 
uh, well against them. And that's why Gerard, head to head at least, had the measure of them. Maybe didn't get the better over a season. Um, but that's just the way it goes. It's it's horrific actually when you're when you're still you know the optimism for a new season has evaporated so soon um, amongst your fan base. It only usually ends one way for the manager. Michael Beale, Disney Hover Rangers career as such to fall back on, like Giovanni Van Bronckhorst did. Michael Beale has led a lot of the recruitment. Gio didn't he? Um, and listen, I was very critical of Gio. I don't think, I think we're guilty of making people better when time lapses. I think we look back at Gio now, and by the way, done wonders in, in Europe in the first season, definitely. Getting to stay the Europe League final was fantastic. Should have won it, but uh, getting us there was brilliant. But it didn't make him a good Rangers manager overall. You know, at least he could win a cup, I suppose. But it didn't make him a good Rangers manager overall. He wasn't good enough either and quite rightly was showing the door. The board then went and tasked Michael Beale with the rebuild. We lost the director of football who wasn't doing a good job. Beale leads that rebuild. There's no place to hide for Michael Beale now. You know, it's got to be results and performances. A scrappy 2-1 won't settle down the fans. You know, a convincing six-one probably won't settle down the fans on this occasion, but it'll at least give us something going forward. If we can put a run together, the fans will calm down. You know, if we can deliver the league cup, they will calm down a wee bit. But ultimately, if you get to that and you stay four points adrift of them or close the gap, and then go to Parkhead and get beat, it's a vicious circle. Then isn't it? It just keeps yeah. going. That's just that's yeah, but the problem. Is it's just not won any big games. There's nothing that suggests that this is going to turn around. There is no form there that shows you this is going to be fixed by the man in charge, and that's that's where if you're the board, do you just bite the bullet and say fuck it, let's make the decision? Why? Because the season's no lost. You've got a league cup to win first and foremost, and you're four points adrift in the league. It's no yeah. fucking, you know, we were five behind with 40 goal one season <laughs> and won the fucking thing. So it's, it's certainly no lost, but unfortunately, without going and getting a proper no, manager, you're right. It's not, it's not lost. You know, the, the, the one defeat them doesn't lose is the league because the things can happen, but it's the nature and the manner and it's what we're seeing in front of us that's what's made us go, no, this isn't working, because it's not. And we've seen it since the start of the season. As you, as you very rightly pointed out, that's Michael Beale's signings now. Do you know what I mean? His team, his tactics, he's, he's now got complete control over everything football-wise. And it's yeah. not working. And it's not working. We look worse, much, much worse than we were last season. And, we, and the guys we've let go, the guys we've brought in, do not look any better. In fact, I think the poorer our, our squad is much poorer playing-wise yeah. than it was before. And it's, it's it, it, it has to, as you say, it's going to take a monumental shift in the performances, um, results to, to to claw back any semblance of uh, goodwill from the fans. We'll all we'll still be there. We'll still cheer the team on, and we'll do everything we can. But there's a there's, there's now a, a, a disconnect between. The, the fan base um, and certainly the management and to, and to a degree the playing squad as well. Totally. All trust is gone. Totally, 100%. And also then, as such, the, the wee bit of, um, with the changes in the boardroom in the summer, the wee bit of hope there also evaporates because, yeah. you know, I think if the board have acted, this, you know, and it's not a knee-jerk reaction, 
there's, there's nothing's happened in 10 months that suggests Michael Bale was a man for that job. Right? Let's be let's be fucking frank about it here. Um, so for me, it's not an immediate reaction. It's not like the fans have went four games into this season with four points behind. Let's get rid of the manager. You know, and you do away with all the successful foundation that was built before then. There wasn't that. Right? So you're coming into this with hope rather than expectation that he's going to do the right thing. He's going to be ruthless. And like I said, if we lined up with Golden and Suter as our first choice centre-half pair at the start of this season, I think we'd be in bother. And it's sadly proven to be that that way. I would love nothing more than to be proven wrong. We all would love nothing more than to be sitting here in May with a title in the bag saying, fuck I, me, we were wrong. I, I, would, I, would, I, would, I, would, I would genuinely love the players to come on and say, Paul... Scott, you're a pair of fucking arses and wave the flipping league trophy at us and then say, dickheads, mm. fuck off. I would I would happily take that. But right now, I, 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 I'm struggling to see where we go from here. And I wasn't going to bring this up, but Curry, since you've pointed it out, I'm going to bring it up. This doesn't sit well with me. This is almost like Rangers putting their fan voice in place. Yeah. yeah, you have to, you have to, you have to, you have to apply, don't you, to be selected? Yeah, no, pointless, fucking pointless, and so it's a classic David Murray tactic. That's all that is. I, you'll have fan voices there, I, but I'll fucking pick them. Hmm. You know, I'll pick the ones that agree with me. Pish, nonsense, can't deal with. It. We will be back hopefully next Wednesday with a pre-match. Um, or a pre-match pod, if you like, the day before the, the game against Real Betis. This will sadly be my last podcast for a while, as I will be on the beach. <laughs> on honeymoon. <laughs> Fucking turn off everything in social media. Don't watch Rangers. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> there will be... Uh, so I'll, I will do a wee podcast with whoever's available next Wednesday, and... Um, we might, we might actually get a wee live stream on the Twitter account on the Friday night from a certain person's wedding reception. <laughs> Next Friday. <laughs> By the way, I will not be done up like Bo Peep, I should say. So that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's what you think. <laughs> <laughs> so that's brilliant. But I, last podcast for you as I get married next Friday. So I'll be MIA for a wee while. But that's okay because we're leaving it in such capable hands with policies, with Geo, with Sammy, with Snags, <laughs> with the usual gang. So, um, and then I'll be back. And hopefully, when I come back, Rangers will have closed the gap. We'll have had an identity. We'll have had a few wins, and we'll be on the right track. That is what's going to happen, at Paul. Remember that I'm fucking jolly here. <laughs> um, but rough calling on a beach that's fucking shocking <laughs> you're a bad bad man you're going to a bad fire because I says I've got on the beach I says you're a bad yes. bad man um, so I thank you very much to everybody for joining us this evening yeah. um, it's been tough at times but I suppose that's just the life of it now for doing a podcast that involves Rangers um, <laughs> thanks very much to you policies I shall see you next Friday my man Definitely, you're you're not going to the match on Thursday, are you? I am not. No, because I am. I will be at the hotel, um, for a, a meal the night before with with some people. So and and and, and, uh, and uh, is is uh, is your best man going to the match, or is he being booked into the meal as well? He will be with me, um, and the two of us may well have it on our phones 
what was it? What was it he said in the voicemail I got from him? Some fucking arseholes decided to get married and make me miss the match. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much, Lenny. I appreciate that. Well, there's arseholes. <laughs> <laughs> um, not yet. Not yet. Um, yeah, it'll be. Um, I shall see you next Friday, mate. And I'm very much looking forward to it. And thank you very much for inviting us along. It's going to be a cracking evening, a day, in fact, just a day. Yeah, all day. Day. Yep. I hope I don't start my speech by going, Good evening and welcome to the Battle Fever podcast. <laughs> no, no, you, you, you'll start it, you'll be there, and you'll see Geo sitting there. You go, What about you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen, he's never, never let him on this podcast. He's fucking barbed. Never, he's uh, never on this podcast, right? Never. <laughs> <laughs> yes, never. Um, so, I thanks very much to everybody for joining us. Yeah. Thanks very much again to G4 Claims, Company Swiss, Anti Policies. Everybody have a smashing weekend. Hopefully, we're all happy with Rangers' victory. Um, and I, I'll see you when I've took the plunge again. Hashtag okay. <laughs> keep the battle fever on. When I was a young boy, my father said to me, Put this scarf around your neck and sing the blues with me. And now I am much older. There's a place I wanna be. It's red faucet is beautiful. It's steeped in history. And I know what I'll find when the place comes alive. I got that battle. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.